Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of Bernie Talk. So how's everybody doing? How has your team's been doing? You've been enjoying the games that have been popping up coming near the end of the season and all the different leagues and the competitions. Wanted to jump right into the first thing was the Champions League semifinal. So, without even watching it, if you didn't, you know, if you would have just read the reports, the two English teams dominated, the other teams were just there just to make up the numbers. Now, you can kind of say that with the Liverpool game because that was kind of, it looked just like dead, right? I mean, you still don't write the whole game off uh, because I think... That Villarreal, with Emery as their manager, still has a chance. I don't write them off because you've seen in the past that he's come through and like done very, very well against teams. Uh, but I, you know, you got to give as much as it pains me to say. You give Liverpool the uh, upper hand. <clears throat> but I'm looking at the other game, the City Madrid game. Now. I didn't get to see it uh, right away. I had to, I had to watch, rewatch it. But every analyst, every bobblehead reporter, every guy who could run to a microphone was saying how they've never seen a performance like this. City were unbelievable. It was amazing. Everything was this, that, and the other. But then you look at the score and it's 4-3. And... They said Madrid were terrible. They couldn't get out of their own way. They, they were, uh, you know, perplexed by the movement of City. Well, if that was the case, how was it 4-3? If that's the case, City let a team that couldn't get out of their own way score three goals? What does that say? And there you go again to my point always being this propaganda by English media running cover for their favorites. You know, because three goals, and look, and then Benzema, you know, the arrogance, the, it was so awesome for him to chip that penalty in because, you know, um, the city goalkeeper deserved it because he's just like, he's just beyond arrogant and just like, a, I can't stand his play. Like, it's just terrible. And, you know, oh, and then Vinicius, with his uh, dummy Meg, you know, he might as well have told Fernandinho he could just retire then to score that goal. And again, 4-3, and you couldn't play any worse is not bad. I, I, for, I am backing Madrid to win that second leg. And I definitely think they can. I definitely, definitely think they can because I don't feel... Because, well, here's the thing. I think Guardiola, with his arrogance, now is going to overthink everything because he saw 4-3. He got some goals, but he let three up. So uh, what is he? he's going to put like some center forward in as a, as a fullback so he can attack and run back. And who knows what he's going to do. But I think he's going to overthink it, like big-time overthink it. So I'm really excited because I, if this happens, another disastrous ending to City's Champions League. And again, 
I'm also I'm also rooting for Villarreal because, you know, they're all falling over themselves now about uh, claiming Klopp is the greatest ever. You know, they're going to win the quadruple. No, it's it's not a coincidence that one team has only won the treble because it's very difficult. That was United, by the way. So they're already claiming they're going to win the quadruple. You know, by the way, they're in second place. They're only up 2-0 in the semifinal. They still have a final. They have to play Chelsea in the FA Cup. In reality, they could, have, they could just win the League Cup. That's it. You know, maybe they will win something else. Maybe they'll win everything. Maybe they won't win anything. But for, for these guys to, like, you know, get ahead of themselves so much because they need to praise Klopp and um, Liverpool... It's crazy. And then to think they just kind of pushed Guardiola to the side, claiming, you know, now Klopp is the greatest manager. These guys are like little kids that get a new toy that don't know which toy to play with. It's so funny. It's so funny. So, you know, the English are running everywhere, bouncing against each other so they can claim that it's going to be an all-amazing English Champions League final. They forget there's still two teams from Spain that will have something to say about it, especially the one who I think has more um, credentials. Well, I know this for a fact. More credentials, more experience in Champions League finals than the two of those teams combined. So, again, I just sit back sometimes and listen to the BS that spew out of these knucklehead brains that are just like, they can't honestly think this. And if they do, then they're morons. So it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting thing. And then again, they're like they're 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 praising um, all these players from Liverpool, all these players from City. I think right now the best player left in the Champions League is Benzema. He's been there, done it. You could see how he took that penalty that when it was when it was the, the pressure was on. It's just like Amazing, you know, and he never seems to get the credit he deserves. He's been doing it for a decade, you know, and every, you know, couple of weeks they try to push another, like, quick star, had, like, one, two good games as, like, the next world-class player, you know, and it's just, and it's kind of an annoying thing. Like, I see all the time. I saw, because I, I was watching, um, I know we're getting off the subject of the Champions League for a second, but I saw uh, a bit of um, something from TalkSport, and it was Trevor Sinclair talking about Raheem Sterling and how he's world-class. And Simon Jordan was like, well, you know, let's not get crazy. And he's like, well, and Trevor Sinclair, of course, is running cover for a city player, claiming it's, well... If he was in another team and he wasn't made do X, Y, and Z, you know, you'd see how many more goals he could score. Then I look at everybody's argument for Ronaldo is he doesn't do X, Y, and Z, so that's why he's hurting United. This is the warped logic. It's like, you know, whatever which way they want to look at, that's the way they don't want you to look at, which is sort of like, you know, they're talking a bunch of BS one direction, but then when, they, when you say it the other side, they're like, no, 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 that's wrong. That is completely wrong. This is why he's no good. But Raheem Sterling is world class. Ronaldo's older. He plays for United. He's not any good. But yet you look at the scoring sheet. He's only, I think, four or five goals away from uh, Mo Salah, who, according to everybody, is the greatest thing ever. So there you go. He's playing for a bad United team. 
and is five goals away from everybody's claim as the greatest player. Okay, just, just so I keep all like the story straight and you know, I'm, I'm listening to idiot's logic. All right, that's fine. Well, anyway, back to the Champions League. So Benzema, you know, gets them back into it. Vinicius Jr. pretty much destroys Fernandinho's credibility in one dummy and runs halfway down the field and scores a goal. And it's 4-3, but I'm somehow to believe that City have it wrapped up. All right, that's cool, yeah. That, Guardiola and City have a track record of shutting things down uh, in the Champions League semifinal. All right, yeah, just, just, as, just so as long as I know. You know, um, I, have a, I don't have as strong of an argument for the Liverpool game because Villarreal showed nothing. But maybe they will bring something in the next game, which I will hope because that was pretty poor. So, in my hope, it's not an all-English final. You know, even though like, that's probably like the league I watch the most. It's two teams I can't stand. And I just can't listen to the nonsense anymore. And if, it, if you had my pick, I would be picking Madrid to go on to win the whole thing. Let's, let's go with that because that'll make me happy because another st- season of City crap in the Champions League and another season of uh, Liverpool being hailed as this like all-conquering and they don't win. All right, that's perfect. I like it. I like it. Let's go with that. So let's move on to another team that was in the Champions League is PSG. Now, I've been reading that according to all the reports, Pochettino is going to be fired soon after they win the league and looks like he's going to be getting canned. And the report is Conte is kind of putting it out there that he wants to take over. Now, one question. Who in their right minds thought Conte was actually going to stay at Spurs? I know everybody was talking about this thing like, oh, he's building something. He likes it there. Kane, Son, all these guys. He loves it at Spurs. Spurs would not or could not or will not spend enough money to keep Conte satisfied. Right now, it looks like PSG is basically the only team that would spend the amount of money that Conte wants. He just seems to like want players just to buy them. I don't even know why. Like He's like a kid that wants to go to the toy store and buy a bunch of toys and never opens them. I just think that like there was no chance of Conte staying. And you'll see it. Once the season's over, I think you'll see him gone. Quick gone. So will he end up at PSG? Probably. In the last another, he'll, he'll, he'll be there for two years, have a falling out with like Neymar or somebody, and that'll be the end of that. That was, the, that was my big argument for not wanting him at United. Would he have been a quick fix? Most definitely. Probably he would have probably, you know, gotten a few of those guys out, you know, bought some guys in, put the team together, and they would have been like sort of like tight. But then after like two years, he would have had a falling out because uh, the owners refused to spend like $30 billion on like four players. And he would have been out, and then it would have just been a big mess because he would have self-destructed, the team would have disintegrated, and we would be basically in the same mess that they are in right now. So am I glad that they didn't pick Conte? 
Long term, yes. Short term, it might have been fun, but I don't think it would have been any long term fix. And again, and Spurs fans, I think, were delusional to think that he was going to stick around for the long term. The guy does not have a track record to stick around for a long time. He does not have a track record to stay in a position that they weren't spending money. And I think guys like Conte, you know, you know, a few other guys, I think they see now England as being so high profile. They go get a job, even if it's not like the high, high end of those spectrum teams, you know, like, uh, you know, the cities, the United's, the whatever's, the Chelsea's, Liverpool's, you know, those teams, if they don't get that job, they go to like the Everton's, the Villas, the Spurs, you know, all those teams and build upon the, um, you know, thought of like, I'm going to be high profile. I'll do a pretty decent job. And then when one of the big teams have an open uh, manager spot, I'm putting my name in there. Lo and behold, PSG is going to be firing Pochettino. Who's ready to take the job? Conte. Look at, he, look at uh, Ancelotti. Was at Everton. Everybody's like, look what he's building. He loves it. It's one of these clubs that he has deep, deep feelings toward. Madrid's open. Okay, guys, see you later. I got to get out of here. Uh-oh, what happened? Yep, you guessed it. As everybody that was looking at it thing sanely, he's gone. And if teams don't mind that, like, you know, just uh, these managers coming in for a year or two, just like quick fixes, then that's fine. Exactly what I was arguing that I don't think Conte would have been a good fix because, for United because he would have been, well, maybe not for United because I think United he would have saw as somebody that, like, you know, will spend... Not as, like, PSG just, just do dumb crap. But I don't think he would have left. But I think there would have been a falling out because whether, you know, he's using Spurs as a stepping stone or, like, you know, say, like, at Inter, he just had a blow-up. You know, whatever it is, he wouldn't have been around for a very long time. And that will be the same thing at PSG. But I think a team like PSG doesn't even give a crap. Like, they would just, like, go, okay, that's fine, next guy on. Because I think the players are running that show. So, if he leaves to go to PSG, what does that mean for Pochettino? Hmm. Does he go back to Spurs? Possibly. That would be interesting. Would he, would he go back to Spurs? And then what would that mean for Kane? Because a lot of people are saying Kane may end up at United. Would he end up at United? Who knows? But it would make it interesting to see what would happen with... Um, Pochettino coming back if he did to Spurs. So it'll be interesting to see, though, where, what happens there, if Conte actually even ends up at uh, PSG, if uh, Pochettino goes back to Spurs, or if the whole thing of Pochettino getting fired was a bunch of garbage. Who knows? Well, anyway, it'll be interesting to see what happens, and then it'll be interesting to see if... Other managers come go where they're going. You know, they're talking about Rooney ending up at Burnley. That would be a weird, crazy one. Uh, or, you know, Eddie Howe, is he going to stay at Newcastle? Or now that they have the new lease on life, are they just going to go after a big-name manager? Because I remember when Newcastle got taken over, they were just talking about everybody going there, like player, manager. It was going to be like the new Galacticos, and then it ended up being like not. 
you know. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see comings and goings of all the different managers. Like now, Ten Hag is at United. Now, United, that's a whole nother story. Who saw the game last night? Anybody? Well, let me just tell you, Chelsea couldn't score to save their lives. They had all these chances. If you listen to the radio, they were battering United, but they just couldn't seem to score. Um, And United, besides De Gea, Matic, and Ronaldo, it was it was very bad. Like, I think right now, Marcus Rashford is quite possibly one of the worst players I've ever seen play for United. That guy, all he does look like whines, mopes. Like, you know, I know Keane was, like, giving him crap for, like, smiling during uh, the warm-ups. But I, I tend to agree. I know everybody's saying, oh, that's so petty, that's so petty. No, it's really not because you want to be focused. You want to be ready. Aggression should be, re- you know, going through you. Determination, like confidence, like this laughing, smiling. To me, it's just a big, like, act of, like, you know, oh, well, you're going to treat me like this? Well, F you. You know what I mean? Like, because you could see after the game, he sprinted toward Tuchel to, like, say, you know, hi or whatever on camera. Like, that was so deliberate. It was, like, petty, just nonsense, like, childish, like, which he's, which he, which he's acting like. But he's, like, like, one of the older players on the team now. So, you know, with that being said, if somebody came in for a transfer for him, would I say don't do it? I would say I'll drive him to where he needs to go. I would, I, would, I would take him and bring him to wherever he needs to go because I think he's just like, he's not even, he's not even, I don't even think he's good enough to be a sub. Now, Matic, what he did on the field, very good. But I always say, like, he's very, very skilled, very good at what he does, but just so slow. Like, that's the issue. Like, you, you, can't, you can't really depend on him to, like, track people down or whatever. But again, he's leaving, which is good. It opens up space. And then Ronaldo, according to all the, you know, experts who are basically morons, say he's the issue with United. He's the only reason they are where they are. He's the only guy that can score goals. And I loved Lasso's warped, like, logic. Because he's scoring goals, it's getting other people not to score goals for United. no. If they were good pros and, like, determined and had the same confidence as Ronaldo, more people would be scoring. Because if that logic made any sense, why is other people scoring goals for Liverpool if Mo Salah is the leading scorer of the league? Lasso is the atypical hipster idiot that spews his, like, nonsense all across TV. And, like, people actually listen to it and believe it, which I feel bad for you listen to me, look at what you're watching and you make your mind up. Because a, a guy like Lasso just likes to hear his own voice. And he's talking nonsense, just complete nonsense. It's also like you'll hear him talk about one of his former teams in the same situation as, say, United, and you'll hear two different stories. So that's where I'm going with this one. Now, the game itself was... It wasn't great. Like, it wasn't great. I think United have a lot of issues. 
I'm, I'm, I like that there's a bunch of guys out of contract who have that space open. And if I was United, I would just take losses on a lot of these guys. McGuire, Shaw, Wambasaka, uh, who else is out there? Marcus Rashford, um, you know, well, Pugba's going for a free. You know, all those guys, I would say, if they could get anything for them, take it. You know, and just let them go. Because I don't think any of them are good. And that'll open up like a good 10 spots. I think that would be, you know, you want to get like six guys in. Like, you know what I mean? So I think that's a big thing you do. Then you got the manager, Rangnick. He's talking about the Austria job. What the hell is going on? Like, is there any at all, like, adult running the show? I mean, I would, I would almost, like, want Ronaldo to be a uh, player manager. I'd have more confidence in him being the player manager than even this Rangnick. He's talking about how they can't do this, they can't do that. Well, dumbass, maybe that's why you're having such garbage on the field because look at your defeatist attitude. You know, so I don't know. And again, like he, like all these types of guys, like Martinez, Lampard, Rangnick, they all like fail up. And I'm not saying the Austria job, which now he's the new manager of Austria, is failing up. But it's like when you do that bad of a job, how do you get another job? It seems like the only one that didn't come out of getting a United job and getting something at all good is Solskjaer. He's like basically looked upon as like a dumbass that's never going to be able to get a job anywhere else. So I don't know how that is. Now, I think Tenog's going to have to do a ton of work, get rid of a bunch of garbage, re-focus everybody. I mean, you know, if I was him, I'd lean heavy on De Gea, Bruno, and, you know, if he decides to stay, which I hope he does, but if he doesn't, I don't blame him, Ronaldo. Those are the three guys I'd lean on heavy. Everybody else, if they're there, I would be like, dude, back of the bus, you're have no say. You know what I mean? You're like the freshman coming into school. You go carry all the equipment where the adults are in the room now. That's what I would basically say to these guys. McGuire, he has way too much like arrogance about himself, like United captain, like with the skill level he has. <laughs> no way. No way. So that's what I would do. And again, Look at the goal Ronaldo scored. It just proves time and again all these reporters and commentators are morons. They're idiots when they say that he's the issue. He's the only good thing United have going, basically. De Gea, again, like I said, De Gea, but as in, like, super, superstar, he's the only guy, you know, that's, that's uh, at all worth talking about. You know, they try to prop up this Rashford. Did anybody watch him last night? Garbage. You might, I would have basically, if I was the manager, taken him off and just playing with 10 guys. You're, you're playing with the same thing. He gives you nothing. He has not a good attitude. He, like, doesn't approach the game at all with any, like, uh, arrogance or confidence. He shows up like a little brat who's told that they can't have the toy at the toy store, so he just mopes and, like, throws a temper tantrum. And then, of course, the English media runs cover for him and, and Maguire. How can you treat them this bad? Treat them that bad? Yeah. What? Can you not criticize anybody anymore? Like, now everybody is amazing, except, like, if it's you don't like them. It's like, it's warped, like, 
alternate universe storytelling is basically what it is. They're telling me how Rashford is an amazing player and United have to build around him, and he hasn't done anything for about three years. But yet Ronaldo has to be sold because he's the problem with United. Now, one of two things. One, they actually believe this, which is terrifying. And they are saying this stuff because they are like, they, you know, they, they just feel like what they're saying is like the be-all, end-all. You know, Rashford is the next coming of Ronaldinho. Uh, you know, Ronaldo is dragging the whole team down. So if they believe that, then it's ultra scary. Or they're just spewing the biggest BS nonsense to people because they have an agenda that they need to put down the superstar foreigners and knock United down another notch and prop up the English guys who are not doing well and they need to get pushed. Either one is terrifying. So I don't know which one is worse. And if I was Ten Hag, I was talking about this the other day to somebody. If I was Ten Hag, I'd come in and I don't care. This would just be me. I don't care how foolish you sound, how ridiculous you sound. Because Ferguson did this when he came in. He had a target at Liverpool when they were at their height in the mid-80s, right? At their height. He targeted them saying, we're going to knock them down. We're going to be the best, right? If I was Ten Hag, I'd come in. I don't care what City and Liverpool have done. I don't care where United is now. They will not dominate anymore. This is our league, our trophy. We're taking it back. And you know what? If you have the confidence, no matter how foolish you sound, how insane you might sound at the moment, and no matter how much the critics want to laugh at you, tell them, get ready. If he came in and did that, I'd be like, I'm in, let's go. So let's see what happens, you know, when he comes in, in, you know, in the summer and he takes over and let's see if he has that attitude. I'm hoping he does. So until next time, hope you guys all enjoyed the latest episode of Bernie Talk. Thank you for all the support. And I look forward to bringing the next episode to you very, very soon. Till next time, this was Bernie Talk.